Welcome to the One Rental at a Time podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. If you're a repeat listener, welcome back. On this channel, we have simple goals. We want to inspire investors to move forward. We want to create belief that one rental at a time is possible. And we want to help you take positive steps forward. If you want to learn more about your host, Michael Zuber, please go to Amazon and buy his book, self-titled or self-published, One Rental at a Time. I believe there's a link in the description. If you're ready to get started with buy and hold rentals, but unsure what to do, I strongly encourage you to consider buying our online course. It gives you the tools to get started, help you learn your market, allows you to compare deals, and so much more. Lastly, by buying the course, you are granted access to a private Facebook group where I and my students interact daily. Everyone is equal and we just keep helping everyone move forward. It is so much fun to watch. And again, I believe a link is in the description. With that, on with the show. Hey everyone, thanks for watching. This is going to be episode two in a series uh, on my YouTube channel called From Women to Women. And in order to start off episode number two, we have Jackie Swigerty with us. How you doing, Jackie? Great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for doing this for me, being episode number two. And I want to start off with a saying I heard you say uh, called eating the frog in the morning. What, what is that all about? Well, biologically speaking, you have the most willpower in the morning. And um, as much as we'd like to drink coffee and just kind of relax and wake up a little bit, I like to leap into things in the morning um, because that's when I have a the most quiet and peace and the least like interruptions and random distractions and I feel like I have full control so um, it's really hard to do but if you can just put your top two or three priorities very first in the morning um, for me it's a uh, working out my finances and then whatever um, big deals I've got going on I give those some attention um, in my current situation, I've got a three-year-old and a one-year-old, and they're usually up at 6.30, so if I want to get anything done, I have to wake up early in order to get it done. So I jog in my neighborhood, um, you know, in the dark at night before they even wake up and just do push-ups and sit-ups at home because I can't leave the house and go to a gym. Um, but I get it done because if I don't get it done in the morning, there's no way I'll get it done the rest of the day. Um, and if you're not a morning person, you can just kind of wind that back a little bit and do it after kids go to sleep or do it at night. The big important thing is do, not doing it in the middle of the day when so many people are able to reach out to you and distract you from what you need to be focusing on. Yeah. And, you're, and we should say you're the primary caregiver for your three-year-old and one-year-old. And once they're awake, they don't really understand schedules, right? So that's why you're up early or, or staying up late, correct? Yeah, it's all about, you know, if if they have their needs come first no matter what. And that's just because their ability to scream will make you take care of them whether you like it or not. Um, and then, you know, it's hard to focus, uh, you know, and, and 
through any screaming or anything like that. And so I tried it so many different ways. I tried scheduling it during nap time, but sometimes nap time wouldn't happen or one happens later, one happens earlier. Um, you know, that really the best time to get it done is when they're still completely asleep or, you know, asleep at night, like just gone to sleep. That's great. Uh, the next thing that's kind of ties into that was something you call time blocking and, and, and self-care, right? That was, that's an important thing for you. Yeah. So, uh, the way I make sure I get everything done, um, I do this thing called bullet journaling. A lot of people use all these different apps and use their calendars on their phone, but something about writing it down really like hardwires it to your brain. So um, I write down a, a schedule for the week of what I want to get done, and it's going to be simple things. It's not too exciting, but sometime during the week, I have to plan a menu and buy groceries for it. And, you know, sometimes during the week, I'd like to work out or bathe or whatever. And <laughs> if, I, if I don't time block it, um, I might not have time for it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's so important when you have a schedule that you have a business, you have a growing family, you have you you, you forget sometimes you got to take care of yourself, right? And give yourself some attention. <laughs> it's easy to let yourself like kind of go by the wayside <clears throat> when you have other people that are relying on you. Like I don't have the luxury of spending 30 minutes or an hour doing my hair and makeup or any of that, but if you whatever you want to do, you can do it. You can make it happen. But just like anything in life that's important, you have to schedule it. You have to make an appointment for it. If you have an appointment with a CPA, you're going to put it in your calendar. Well, if working out for you is important or if getting seven hours of sleep for you is important, you have to make that a priority. Forget about everybody else. Forget about the world. Whatever's important to you, you can make happen, but you have to commit to it. That is awesome advice. That's, that is so wonderful. Uh, the next thing I want to make sure we talk about is you were sharing a concept with me of, of FOMO, switching that up to LOMO. Why don't we kind of break that down for the audience? I love that. So um, the, the big, th big trend going on is FOMO or fear of missing out. Um, and it's so true in this day of social media where you see everybody doing these supposedly amazing things and you feel like you want to be there and you want to be everywhere at once and you don't want to miss out. But I heard this new phrase that really clicked with me and it was LOMO or love of missing out. And I'd have, you know, friends that would go out partying and stuff and I'd have to stay home with the kids and I can't just like go out like I want to anymore. So, um... It's all about mindset, you know, like, and it's all compared to what? Um, if, if I was out there partying, I'd be wishing I was home missing my kids anyway. So I'm all about just being happy right now and being happy in the moment and knowing that whatever you're doing in that moment is exactly what you should be doing and quit fearing missing out and start loving that you're missing out because what you're doing is the best thing anyways, you know, even if it doesn't seem like it. That is so awesome. Lomo needs to, needs to take off. We need, we need to make that a hashtag and just like explode <laughs> that going forward. Lo love of missing out. That is awesome. Uh, I know something that's important to you, uh, you've put out there on your Facebook group, which we'll talk a lot about is, is ladies need to get a grip on their finances. Uh, why don't you talk about why that's important and why is that a good idea? Um, I think just socially, it's kind of expected um, that the man is going to handle the finances. Um, and sometimes 
you know, it can be overwhelming and women just don't really know even where to start or what to do. Um, I recommend starting by going onto one of those free budgeting tools like mint.com, um, which helps you kind of figure out where your money is going and how to control it. And I'm in the middle of switching to a new system that just came out called YNAB or You Need a Budget. Um, and they're all great systems, you know, Google one and find one that's right for you. YNAB, basically, instead of like Mint taking your money and looking backwards, you take whatever money you have and allocate it and only work with the money that you have, which for me, I never know. I don't have a steady pay paycheck anymore. I never know when my money's coming or going. So it's a, it's a better way to budget. Um, but I have a lot of my friends that just kind of stick their head in the sand when it comes to finances. Um, I really recommend just sitting down with a pen and paper and writing down, brainstorming all of your expenses all at once. And then going back and brainstorming again because you probably missed Spotify and Netflix and a bunch of other things. And, um, and you, can, you, know, you can go through your transactions or your bank statements, but taking control is huge and a lot of women wait till it's too late when not only is it easy, it's actually kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, that was... I don't have very many memories that are happy in my, when I was growing up, it was, it was, uh, there wasn't a lot of money going around, but I remember quite vividly the day my mother told my father like loudly that she was taking over the finances because <laughs> yeah, he couldn't balance a checkbook to save his life for whatever reason. And I remember that. And, and again, I don't have very many positive memories, but I remember that fight being a, a change for the entire family. My mom said, I, and, and this is before technology, right? This is probably in the 80s when this happened. And I can still remember it here, you know, 30 years later. So uh, ladies, take, get, I, I have written down, get a grip on your finances. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of women want to, but it's hard to if somebody else is the one bringing in the paycheck. You, don't, you almost feel like you don't have a right to. But make it fun, you know? It's yeah. just numbers. It's not yeah. even real. Money's yeah. not real. <laughs> Yeah, as somebody who grew up in a, in a household where mom was a stay-at-home mom and the dad, my dad supposedly made the money, uh, you have absolutely right. You are a partnership. You are in this together. You're raising the kids. My, my life changed slightly better when my mom took over the finances, so go for it. Um, mm -hmm. the, fifth, the fifth concept we wanted to talk about uh, in this series uh, for you was um, not comparing and, and being brave. Why don't you talk about how those messages resonate uh, with your audience? You know you almost can't help but compare yourself to others. So if you're going to, you should compare yourself to like children in third world countries that are going hungry. You know, you need a, you need some perspective on your life. You need to feel grateful. If you're comparing yourself to the Kardashians, you know, then yeah, you're not going to feel great about yourself. You've got to compare. If you're going to be comparing, compare down or don't compare at all. Um, because it's all relative and no matter where you get in life, there's always going to be somebody that you think is better and there's going to be somebody that you think is, is worse. So compare with yourself where you were, um, look back in time and instead of comparing yourself with your neighbor or your girlfriend, compare yourself with where was I at a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, and where do I want to go from, from there? Um, and then being brave and being fearless, I think is really important um, because you learn by going through fear. If you think back to all of the bad things that have happened to you in your life, yeah, it was terrible when you were going through it, but think of all the lessons and amazing positive outcomes that have come from that. 
<clears throat> and then also just being completely honest with yourself and being okay with where you're at at this stage of your life. Like, it's all fun. We can have a good time doing it. You don't need to have the nicest house and the nicest car to feel like you've made it because I promise however you feel right now is how you're always going to feel. I remember waitressing and dumping out my tip jar at the end of the night so I could count it all and feeling like, if I just had $1,000 in my bank account, I would feel so much better. And then it was, if I just had 10000 in my bank account, I would feel so much better. Well, guess what? Now I need 100000 in my bank account to feel better, but I'm starting to realize that I'm going to feel this way no matter what. So you've just got to be happy with where you're at, even if it's not where you think you want to be, because where you think you want to be is you're just going to feel the same way anyway. So you got you to get right right now. Oh, that is so awesome. That is so awesome. So uh, for the ladies that are watching this and, and anyone who wants to join, why don't you talk about this Facebook group you have? It's, it's, it's phenomenal. I've checked it out the last couple of days. Um, please. Great. Yeah. Um, it's just women real estate investors. I go to facebook.com slash group slash women investors. Um, that's around 1300. It's a pretty new group. I like to consider myself an absentee admin. Um, I'm kind of letting the group run itself. So uh, people can post deals, post their own businesses, post their pages to like. Um, I'm seeing a lot of interaction uh, with women helping each other. Uh, there's nothing I love more than scrolling and reading a very interesting uh, question and answer and then finding out that it was in my group. Um, and it's kind of a spinoff off of the sister group, Women Wholesaling Houses, that I was a part of. It's got fourteen or 16,000 members now. Wow. And it's a wonderful group um, because it's just women. It's kind of like women feel free to be aggressive. Um, I think a lot of women get, especially the more aggressive women, get scared to be aggressive in the male-dominated fields because you never know what backlash you're going to get. Well, you see lots of type A aggressive hustling women out there in these groups um, corresponding just like the men do. You know, we're all the same. <laughs> that is awesome. And again, what's the, what is the Facebook group's name? Let's give it one more plug. Uh, women Real Estate Investors. That's awesome. Jackie, thank you so much for being guest number two in this series. I really appreciate it. And just keep, keep being you and keep having fun. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Yep.